0: Welcome to Equosity, our podcast on all things equine with a special emphasis on the horse-human bond. My name is Alexandra Curland. I'm the author of Clicker Training for Your Horse and many other books and DVDs on clicker training. And normally, I'm joined by Dominique Day, one of the co-founders of Cavalier. But in June, I was visiting with a good friend of mine, Becky Chapman. Becky runs a training facility in Suffolk in the UK. And one evening, we sat down together for what turned into a long and fascinating conversation. I couldn't resist turning it into a podcast, even though Dominique wasn't able to join us. So last week, we began with Becky sharing her early steps into the horse world. We stopped just as she was about to introduce us to Gazelle, and the drama that came with her. So let's jump back in where we left off.
1: Yes, and uh, one of my liveries owned a horse that she just didn't hit it off with at all. Perfectly uh, decent rider, perfectly lovely horse, but they just didn't connect at all. But she'd only had the horse for a very short period of time, and... It was the same dealer that I bought my Henry horse from that she got him from, And he, of course, would buy him back, but at a great loss. Or she could sell her on. But again, probably a financial loss. And I really liked the mare a lot. And I said, well, she's too small for me. But I will, if it works for you, I will buy her for what you bought her from the dealer but I will you know you need to know that I won't be keeping the horse because okay. she's too small. small yeah so I will be selling her on and at a profit and so long as that's okay with you then you know, then we can do it that's right um and I uh that's that's what I did and I didn't know until I sold that horse that that was the horse of a lifetime that was oh. Emily yeah and she wasn't small at all but you know in my you know <laughs> yeah. it, it it's what the horse world mm. does to our brains yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and we miss seeing. Mm. and it was this. complicated by the fact that the, the lady the, the client from whom i bought her was a, had you know become a friend and the more success emily and i had together the more undermined she <gasps> felt yes so I felt duty-bound to... Because that's what you yeah. said you were going to do. Yeah. and Yeah. Ugh. And I also felt... Life that, is complicated. Yeah, since I had had this terrific success with this wonderful horse, therefore it would be... I could do cu- it again. Absolutely. Yeah. And then I found Gazelle. Okay, so tell me about Gazelle. <laughs> um, so... I had seen advertised two weanlings that had bloodlines that I thought would be suitable for my future prospects. Because yes. by this stage, I was going to breed my own horses. And, uh, and by then, the livery side had kind of evolved into doing more riding, more competing on other people's horses. So I wasn't in a hurry to buy a riding horse. Okay. So. so I went to see these two things, these two weanlings, <laughs> and they were in a terrible state. As was pretty much everything else on this yard, and I was like, well, the, I don't think I can turn these round, you know, and get them well again. Right. But I will take something from from here. I had my trailer. I had my cash. Yes. And I was. I was going, going to, to go home take with the horse. one of them. Yes. If I possibly could, and I saw a pretty bay mare in the field, floating around, Ooh. and I said, "Is is that one for sale?" And he said, "They're all for sale."
0: Oh, name your price. <laughs> all right. Yeah.
1: And yeah, so he told me how much she was, which was no money at all. And uh, he said, if you can catch her, you can have a... her. Huh. All oh, right. right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I went with a foal slip, which is all I had with me to the field. And she came tearing over to me, which uh, to begin with, I thought, oh, this is a good sign. And then I started yes. to wonder if I may not get mown down. Um, but she came skidding to a halt, and I kind of rigged up the lead rope that somehow it would be a head collar. fit over the... Yes, yeah, yes. And invited her to walk with me to the gate. And that was the first time she reared up and threw herself over backwards. <gasps> <laughs> um, but being young and right
0: I, I, with blinders on, yeah. I think sometimes the horses get in our heads and they just sort of go you know, like on a computer, yes. with c- computer files, access denied, access denied, mm. access denied. Because surely, surely, we are sensible enough, people, that we would look at some of these things and go, no, I think I'll walk the other way. Mm. But they get in our heads and just say, no. Yeah. Yeah. No, Those files are closed. Yeah. So she reared up and threw herself over. Um, actually,
1: to on, on, on her side, she... I wasn't sure at that stage that she was throwing herself over or she wasn't But she falling, just went she, so high that yeah, she and overbalanced. Bam, yeah. Wow. Um, wow.
0: And this, the dealer is at this point going, put her on a trailer. That, that's exactly
1: right. So he, he repositioned my trailer so that she would have had very little choice to do anything other than load from the gateway. Yes. The same thing happened on the ramp of the trailer. So that was the second occasion she did it. And in my infinite wisdom, what I did was to take off the jumper that I was wearing blindfold her and wow. got her in to yes. to the trailer and d- drove her home. She was perfect all the way home. <laughs> <laughs> got her home, turned her out with Amber and there was a, some kind of kick. Uh, nothing that we witnessed. We'd sort of watched them. Right. Do the meet and greet and what have you, but I don't know. I don't know what happened, but um, broke her scapula. Oh,
0: just devastating. Yeah,
1: devastating. Absolutely. We did against veterinary advice, but as a family, because by now oh, she was my first pony, but she was the the, the family family's pony. pony. Right. Yeah. We we tried to to get her through it, but um, she was by then late twenties. Um, yeah. So that it was that devastating. Was pretty. And
0: really hard, I would think, to form any sort of relationship. Well,
1: I didn't feel... Did that feel get in the way?
0: N- it would have for no, me. I, I would have I struggled I, with that, yeah, I think.
1: No, I don't think... I. Th- no, I didn't feel any... I didn't think it was Gazelle's fault at all. Okay. But it did... I didn't have any of the necessary skills to deal with that horse at all. Most so, of us don't. No. Uh, no
0: you know, you no. don't have the skills to deal with that horse until you've dealt with that horse. Mm. You
1: know, you, you, it's well, like you for you've every problem there was a solution. So she, she was impossible to turn out with all horses, so I kept her in isolation. Right. 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 <laughs>
0: it's you and you're not the first nor the last who would mm.
1: choose that mm. that option but i didn't feel any animosity i felt you know upset and guilty and right. various other emotions but that was more about the way that i had or hadn't handled it rather than you know this was this is a right. horse this she had right. i knew happened. she hadn't I was pretty sure she hadn't gone and biffed her up on purpose, right, you know. So, right, right. Um, things happened. But the, the horse, because Elle clearly didn't know how to interact with other right. horses. That became, you know, increasingly evident as, as time went by.
0: But this is also, in clinics, sometimes we'll have people who, they brought they've brought their horses, and I'll see them turning their horse out with another horse, and the horses don't really know one another, mm. and it all oh, it's. Oh, it's not a cho- it's not something that I would do because for me it would be not worth the risk mm. you're you're here for a day two days mm. at best mm. and I suppose some of the parts of the country where this has occurred, these are horses who are probably experienced enough living in herds mm. and accommodating that they that it turns out okay mm. But it just for me, it would be, it's not worth the risk for a relationship that's going to last for a day or two. Mm. If these horses were going to be together long term, then yes, absolutely. Okay. But not
1: mm.
0: not for a short term right. relationship because things happen. Yeah.
1: And yeah. who are we to say that they want to be field mates? You know? Right, right, <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: So that was the start of your relationship with her. Mm. And so you have a horse who has rearing and repertoire. Yeah. So what else did you have to... What else did she teach you about?
1: Uh, That just because you think you can manage these situations doesn't mean you should. Yes. So I was pretty gutsy. And because I wasn't a particularly talented or skilled rider, the horses that I was riding and competing were challenging horses so right. she wasn't really that different from the, a the lot horses
0: of, that you were all, yeah, already riding yeah.
1: so right. the fact that you know she clearly wasn't okay with being ridden or led or anything didn't stop me from doing it no. yeah uh, yeah and we had an incident she would have been only four we were out hacking on our own, which I perceived to be a great success at the time, even though she was in a state of high anxiety. Every and any time I decided this was what would be good for her. Yes. To do. We had a rearing incident. And she came down and my leg was between the curb and oh, the, the horse. Yeah. Uh, such was our relationship that when she got... Well, when, when we came down, I thought that sounded like I broke my leg. <laughs> and she got up and scarpered for home, and when I tried to stand up, I thought, "Yeah, I think I probably have, have
0: broken your yeah. leg." Yeah. Oh.
1: So, um, and this was in the day bef- days before mobile cell or phones, cell phones right. and what have you. So, uh, I knew I was fairly certain she'd get home. The roads were quiet around the yard, without injuring herself or anybody else but knew that this would create quite a lot of a kerfuffle right having uh, a horse return home. without
0: a rider right. usually yeah. a little bit of a well maybe we should go find out how becky is. Uh, yes yeah
1: um but the but the postman came before uh, quite quickly along along the road so poor chap uh, <laughs> nice <laughs> he he knew i was he knew where the yard was and he stopped on his rounds and went and informed them where I was and my dad and my husband came and
0: so you didn't have to crawl home with the... not not that time okay no <laughs> not that time
1: oh there's more to come <laughs> yeah so they they drove me to hospital and uh somehow so I had a, a full leg car so from hip to ball of foot for eight months in well it wasn't the same cast because the muscle atrophy was such that i had to keep having it changed um but all my clients stayed on and i couldn't drive obviously i couldn't ride right but i could get to and from the yard on my crutches and i could teach on my crutches and more importantly could
0: you muck out a stall
1: no i could not really (laughs) Um, I could do a bit tasks. of kind of poo picking, but this is where they were also phenomenal because it was my responsibility to do those things, certainly for part of the week. And they were like, Well, we will do this till you're better. Wow. So I didn't wow. lose any of them wow. in that, even though, you know, the contract seriously changed. Yes. Right. So yes. they they were, they were, they were amazing. Were good people. They were really yeah. good. Yeah. Really good people. Some of them are still clients to this day. So, yeah. That's extraordinary. Absolutely extraordinary. And we just built the house here. This house. Oh, okay. So I didn't go, managed to get upstairs for the first little while we lived in the house. So we lived in the caravan. So I had my daughter by then as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we'd done all that. <laughs> and yeah, I couldn't, couldn't get upstairs for the first couple of weeks when I got home from hospital. And then eventually I saw the upstairs of the house. Could to get downstairs. But sleeping was interesting because the knee and ankle are immobilised, you know, in the in the cast. So you can't lay on your back because the weight of the cast pulls you. That way you certainly can't lay on your front because you've got your foot stuck up in the air. You can't right. lay on the uninjured side because the weight of the cast is too heavy. <laughs> so what does serious. that leave? Well, <laughs> quite, yeah. Oh, it was... An interesting challenge, but people have worse to live with. Yes, but uh, yeah. So, yeah. But gazelle was still there, and the business was still there, and everything was still there when I. And when eight I months back. later, the cast came off. Yeah. And... Yep, yeah, six and a half inches differential between the circumference of my two thighs. Wow. Now, when I was pregnant with my daughter, which as I said is before I broke my leg, my mother, who as we've established is non horsey and thinks the whole yes. thing is a bad idea had was very worried because i rode all the way through my pregnancy with noni that i would you know give birth behind a bush and jump straight back on a horse and do myself <laughs> untold damage so she bought me a book called ride with your mind oh and she thought it was for <laughs> pretending that you're
0: that you're right yeah
1: so this <laughs> would be sure to keep me out oh, of the saddle more ironies yes and of course it had the complete opposite effect so this book had a huge resonance to me so i was like i need to find this author i need to work with mary wantless i need to find out more about her and then broke my leg so i i i couldn't but that time afforded me the opportunity to research her work more and to look at things that I'd never considered before, like neurolinguistic programming, sports psychology, how people process information, retain, think, how people learn. None of that's within the British Horse Society instruction syllabus. You know, no,
0: no, no, it wouldn't be.
1: Nor in any. You're of not qualified instructions. how to teach, right? Uh, <laughs> and neither did I know how to learn. So, yeah. So the real. I don't want to say the real education, but another
0: complete phase of the education really
1: began then. It's one of the best things that ever happened to me, breaking my yeah. leg. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I I don't I don't think I'd still be in horses were it not for that step back. It afforded me the opportunity to take because I was so busy doing what I was doing, so stuck in what I was doing, I wasn't making the time to think of doing it in a different way. And we
0: know that in all probability you would not have because look at all of the people who have walked down that road in terms of running a livery Mm. and having a clientele who haven't done all of the things that you have done and amassed the education that you have amassed simply because there isn't time. Mm. You're running the business, you're mm. cleaning stalls, you're mm. giving yet another lesson. Mm-hmm. And so we know what life journey that is. And it's a lovely life sure. journey, but it's not the one that you got bounced
1: onto because no. you broke a leg mm-hmm. and took a sabbatical, as mm. it were. Well, and, and I'd, I'd reached a level of frustration because the the teaching, I had come to realize that the reason no one was progressing had to be down to me. I was the only common denominator. These were different horses, different riders, different ages, different. uh, The only common denominator that was holding them back had to be me as as I perceived it. So something had to shift and change. And that is the first time I've ever found anything difficult and not given up. Interesting. Mm. Okay. And it did afford me the time to to look at things that would help me to be a better learner and hopefully help me to become a better coach. And uh, yeah, so I was even more motivated to get back riding and get back teaching and book my training with Mary Wanless and eight months to the day of coming out of (laughs) cast, having more or less got the... Mobility back in the joints that had been immobilized for that period of time, and Gazelle and I were out on a hack. So none of the behavior issues had been Resolved. addressed. No no, 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 none whatsoever. And it was it was a beautiful day. The sun was shining, and I thought this would be the perfect day to do a little ditch training. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so we just were jumping back and forth across a ditch on a on a field adjacent to a road, quiet road, and. Mr. Bunny Rabbit emerges from the undergrowth on the landing side of the ditch, and of course she ballooned to avoid standing on on the bunny. And I was still aiming for where the landing zone was, and gazelle was landing the other side of it. So I can remember hanging on round her neck and thinking, gosh, I'm pulling her back down into the ditch. And I'd rather she didn't fall on me again. again. Been there, done that. <laughs> so I kind of let go. And couldn't understand why I couldn't stand up. I could have let go and threw myself clear and sort of fell backwards and only one leg came into view. You know when you go up on your back and your legs yeah, clean, yeah yeah. And when I sat up, things didn't look oh. at all like they should. And again, Gazelle had gone home.
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs>
1: oh. <laughs> um. And uh, I won't go into too much detail about what happened with my leg at that stage, but I made some manipulation (laughs) and um, thought, actually, this is going to be really difficult to get found here, because although there's a road behind me, I can't be seen from the road and I can't get to my feet. So I decided to get back through the ditch to the road somehow. <laughs> on my hands and bum, oh. <laughs> which it was pretty indescribable, and I hadn't travelled far. I got to the other, had got down the ditch and back the other side, when I saw a dog walker in the field, and I thought, oh, hurrah! Yes. So I was calling and calling, and they couldn't hear me, oh. and the, I couldn't believe they couldn't yeah, hear yeah. me calling, but right. evidently they. They and they may have seen um, you waving and just thought, she's
0: being ah, friendly. Yeah,
1: no, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. Yeah. Um. So I was like, oh, that's that's I don't unfortunate. Want to die in I stitch. went the wrong way. <laughs> yes. You know, it's just like <laughs> find me.
0: When the <laughs> winter leaves, you know, leaves are off the trees. <laughs> yes.
1: Anyway, I made it to... It wasn't that far. It was like fifty, you know, fifty yards. Really, it wasn't. but like, I, I'm not. But when coming you are from the top pain, of a mountain to it suddenly the yeah, distances. It did, get, Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. And so I'm sure I will now be found. And then realised that the verge that I was sat on, I was quite obscured by long grass and hedging and thought I'm probably gonna get run down by the first <laughs> <cut." laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. couple The big most peculiar things go through your mind. And at the same time, knowing that again i would be being searched for we still hadn't done anything sensible like this is the route i'm taking taking, or yeah yeah. i will be back at x o'clock or anything you know like that which would have been very sensible and a a car did come and uh, i'd managed to get myself behind a hedge far enough that i wouldn't get hit and threw my riding hat in front of this car and this poor man (laughs) stopped (laughs) yeah and he it, the yard was very close you know we're talking half a mile and he went and alerted them as to where to find me and then my my sister and my dad drove me to hospital, hospital. Oh. my dad was very bright katie drove my sister and my dad held my leg by then i was really tired because i had been holding it a long a long time <laughs> um yeah, and I was really tired. So, yeah. But anyway, anyway. yeah So,
0: yeah. Yes, quite the quite the adventure. But my
1: biggest fear, because I had to stay in <clears throat> that time for you know quite a long time, had to have some fairly extensive surgery, was that a decision would be made on my behalf that Gazelle should be destroyed. <laughs> yeah. But that you know, I was promised that that would not. Happen. That would not happen. Mm-hmm. That's good.
0: Um, She's a lucky horse because two major accidents. Yeah. There have been horses who have lost their lives over less. Well,
1: like, I, I guess. I mean, I, 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 don't think anyone would have ever done it from a vindictive viewpoint, but just, you know, someone has to stop this from happening again. <laughs> right, you know? right, right. It's crazy, taking, you know, this crazy horse. Anyway, that was it. Was a very long rehab. No plaster. Lots of metal. More than a year to become weight-bearing again wow and again people were phenomenal just amazing yeah so you've seen the best of humans yeah 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 very much so the person it hit the hardest apart from you know, I it was it's pretty tough on my parents even though like I'm a married woman with a child by now like, yes you never stop being a parent do you my mum was convinced that having done it twice I should now definitely give you up horses. horses. You know, you've been doing this for a long time and it <laughs> <Right. never laughs> seems to end terribly well for right, you. Right, right. And I was told that I should not ride with the metalwork that I had. But I negotiated a deal with Chris with my husband that no rearers. <laughs> okay. No jumping fences that won't fall down if you hit them. Okay. Yeah, Um, and eventually I came back from that and during that period I continued to look at and lots of different body work as well. That's when I started kind of getting interested in the body body work. But becoming more aware that behind Gazelle's behavioural issues there was this intermittent unsoundness stuff going on. Okay. (laughs) She was only, I think... And oh, well, she would have been eight by then. And she'd never been in hard work, right? Because I'd never managed to. <laughs> to... Yes. Well,
0: when you're um... out for eight months
1: in one cast, yeah. and a year in yeah, another. Absolutely. Yes. So as I was sort of rehabbing myself, I changed vet practices and we had lots of exploratory things done and it turned out that she had congenital degenerative joint disease. And... Would only have been possible really, for her to be uh paddock rested um, and very light gentle hacking. And I thought she's eight, she doesn't do gentle hacking, and this is a life of solitary confinement right. for a oh. horse, so that was the second horse. Oh, I <laughs> made the decision to to let go like that Wow. Mm.
0: Really hard. Mm. But you made it, you made that decision for thinking of her welfare, which is a good way to make that decision rather than you've hurt me, I'm mm. done with you. Which could have, I mean, if you had been a different kind of person, that I mean there certainly are lots of horses who have Either been sent down the road Mm. to dealers or whatever, because they've sent a rider Mm. flying.
1: So the decision was made for her. I I think what it did help me to acknowledge was that none of the things that had happened were for no reason, and that I didn't have the skills, right, right, or the know-how or the experience to help a horse come through that, right, or know how to enrich the life of a horse that had those kind of issues at that stage so you know it wouldn't be the same decision now so you know again it sort of started planting those seeds of if this is going to tear you apart so much to make these decisions even though you believe them to be the right thing to do then if and when a situation like this comes up again is there a different way that maybe we can right right look to how, you know, you might be able to move forward from here without tearing yourself apart again. Right. Or not, or not. Always, I'm always tearing myself apart, but at least hopefully not making the same, in right. the same way. Right. Yeah. Mm.
0: Yeah. So when did you, so at this point, did you make contact with Mary marijuana? Yes.
1: So before I had Gazelle put to sleep, I was training regularly with Mary, both on her riding courses and also teacher training. Okay. And yeah, it just made so much sense. And so, can you, because
0: not everybody
1: is going to know who Mary Wanless is, mm-hmm. so can you sort of,
0: in a nutshell, who's Mary Wanless, what is Ride With Your Mind? Okay.
1: So, Mary is very experienced biomechanics coach. Okay. And comes at, horse instructing with a physicist's brain. Okay. (laughs) And she really, well, my interpretation (laughs) of her work would be that most riders are part of the problem in terms of limiting their horse's performance. Okay. So how do we help the rider to become part of the solution?
0: What a great question. How do we help riders to become part of the solution? I'm going to make you wait until next week to explore this question. In the meantime, if you want to learn more about Becky's coaching, visit her website, ashenec.co.uk. Until next time, have fun with your horses.